Okay, everybody, welcome to the call. We are just a few minutes after 9.30 on uh, July 25th. Wanted to um, give you guys just a little preview of what we're going to talk about tonight, and we're going to hand it over to our new SAR of, uh, uh, what do you want to call it, Ron? i got to think of a cool title for you, the, uh, the SAR of recognition for, for the union. Um, we're going to go back to some of our roots um, I kind of made a political decision at the request of a few. Um, I want to start celebrating some recognition again. We're not going to do it like we did before where we spend 10, 15 minutes on it. We're collecting names prior to the call. You're going to see Ron Bradley, who's one of my um, Star Diamond coaches, posting in a lot of the team pages. When he posts, he's asking for you for any rank advancements for you or your teams. Please answer him because we're going to read it off that way and celebrate everyone's rank advancements. So please, 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 um, you know, when you see him post on a weekly basis, get everybody that information. And actually, if you, you know, want to private message him or anything right now, he might be able to squeeze it in here and say the extra names um, while we're going here. Uh, I know one that, that I want to celebrate, Ron, when you're done. But um, let's turn it over to you for a minute just to celebrate the rank advancements and recognition. So what I have to do is actually unmute Ron. Okay, Ron, you should be unmuted. Okay, everyone. Um, I've got the list of rank advancements. And um, as I go through this, I'm going to pre-apologize. I may not pronounce all of these names correctly, but uh, what's great about this call and the reason we're doing it is because we get to celebrate all of the new rank advancements and just not just timing it up. So without further ado, let me give you the list of the Fitness Union, the United Fitness Union New Emerald Coaches. We have Chrissy Delgado, Cindy Salati, Ledia Younger, Christina Sotiros, Frank Coletta, Ryan McNew, Dan Struther, Randy Bittner, Laura Rhodes, Brent Haynes, Robin Lisek Johnson, and we have no new Ruby coaches, and we have four new Diamond coaches. So Katie Driscoll, Michelle Wilson, Cynthia Gomez Castellanos, and Chris Jordan are all new Diamond coaches. So congratulations to the new Emeralds and Diamonds. And with new Diamonds, uh, I would venture to guess that we probably will have some upcoming star diamonds who uh, may be entered into qualification periods today, but we will save those for when the qualification period ends. Uh, yes, we so, will save to celebrate it, but I am going to tease a little bit, congratulate my good friend Nicole Comer-Jones for going into five-star qualification. So uh, I know, Christina, <laughs> that one's near and dear to your heart. Yes. Yep, Nicole has uh, been on this journey with me, you know, for, she came in like 10 days after I did. She's my PS, so yeah, I'm excited. We're counting the days, we've already set the schedule, so it's good stuff. Now the uh, now the um, the juggling happens for six weeks, which is always fun. So congratulations to her. Guys, we're, we're going to start doing this on a weekly basis again. See, that was painless and it went very quickly. I want to take it a little bit further and challenge you guys or task you guys of celebrating your rank advancements, not only on your team pages, but good couple friends of mine, coaches, and actually Arnold Nakaha and I were talking about this, and 
you're going to start to see me celebrating my rank advancements for my personally sponsored coaches on my main Facebook page and fan page as well. I think it lends a lot of, of um, you know, notice to not only celebrating them, but you actually reaching an audience of theirs as well, and, you know, which is going to, you know, when you tag somebody on your wall and celebrate, um, like I did today, if you want to see an example of it, I celebrated one of my PS coaches, Randy Bittner, um, on my wall, and it's the right thing to do. You know, we got coaches working hard, but at the same time, when they do that and you tag them, it shows up on their wall. Um, their their audience is seeing it. They're looking at that coach and saying, oh, this is kind of neat. You're helping them with their business, and in turn, it helps you with yours. So I wanted to ask you guys to start celebrating on your own personal Facebook pages as well as your fan pages, your rank advancements. Um, you know, obviously, Christina, your team does really well with that. That's, you know, I you know, I learned about Nicole this morning and some of the other coaches. I know Christina Delgado and Becky Brissett's TSD is doing really good with that, and I need to do a better job with that with my team, Sparty, and, and I know that Jason does too, and so we're going to be working hard on that. So um, any input on that, Christina? Actually, um, one thing I did want to mention, I've, I've always done the public um, acknowledgement. I think it's, it's huge in business, uh, especially in our business where we work so much in social media. One of the things that I recently did, Ryan McNew, which is on our list um, this week, uh, he just advanced to Emerald, and he actually came out of my private client group, and he started you know, his own journey. He, I think he lost 50-plus pounds, and I'm sure he's on the call. He could probably think it inside you know, exactly that number, but... Um, one of the things I did is I went back to my private client group where he came from, where he struggled, where he went through his journey, and now he's, you know, helping other people go through his, through their their journey, and I celebrated him there with those people that he's kind of ran alongside, and, and that was kind of a neat experience because now it's, you know, the people that really, really know Ryan that could celebrate, you know, his advancement, his, acknowledge the, uh, the success that he's had. This is another idea there. Um, don't be afraid to, you know, really celebrate these things because our coaches have worked hard and um, you guys have all worked really hard and, and we want you to know that we're, you know, we're your number one cheerleader, so to speak. So just yep. another idea there that you guys can apply. Exactly. And when Christina and myself, and we're not tooting our own horns or anything, but Sometimes we have a greater reach when we tag people, and, you know, it's going to show up in a lot more people's news feeds, and that helps your coach build business, like I said a few minutes ago. So, you know, as you start to do that, their social circle is expanded because not only are, you know, your your, your people or their people seeing what you tag, but so they're seeing yours too. So, guys, it's a good thing to do. It's the right thing to do. We have to start celebrating recognition a little bit better. Um, I know a lot of teams, like I mentioned, are already doing a great job of it, and let's just continue to do that. And this is just one first step of it, bringing the recognition back to the call. So, okay, um, tonight's topic, guys, is something that I've actually been speaking about a lot the last um, couple weeks. I've been asked to speak on a few calls um, since Summit, as well as some Cup Challenge calls. And it's just about branding yourself. It's about your web presence. It's just about what you're doing um, to build your business, you know, out there in cyberspace, on Facebook, on Instagram, uh, on Pinterest. And I'm not sure if she was able to join or not. Um, I was hoping, actually, Nicole Jones would be on because I wanted to, to task her with a couple questions. I don't know if maybe you can message her, Christine, to see if she can jump on or not. If not, no big deal. But, um, you know, I, I think this is an important topic for people because I actually go through and I, and I look at a lot of my PS 
you know, pages, and I look to see how they're carrying themselves, and I look to see what, you know, what would make them want me to visit, you know, to, to come visit their page. Because the, the reality of it is, is not everything that we post, everybody sees because of the way the Facebook rules are, the way Facebook affinity works. And unless people go to your page, you know, they're, they're only going to see the things in their news feed. So unless they go to your page, they're not going to see everything you post. That's just the reality of it. And I think if you brand yourself in the correct way, you're going to have people make pit stops to your page. There are certain coaches, there are certain individuals, there are certain inspirational people that I go to on a daily, weekly basis to their page directly. And I bet you most of you on this call, and I bet you're one of them, Christina, I bet you too, Ron, you guys don't visit many individual pages like you do. You probably get a lot of your information, a lot of your prospecting, a lot of, of everything that you use for coaching through the newsfeed. Um, and we're going to talk about the newsfeed too a little bit and how to customize that view as well. But, you know, creating a brand I think is very, very important for everybody. What would, you know, I want you guys to all task yourself with what would make you interesting enough for someone to come visit your page. And I'll tell you, uh, someone who does a great job of, of, of doing that is our own Nicole Jones. I look at her page all the time. She's very active in not only Facebook but Pinterest. We're going to talk about Pinterest for a little bit. We're going to talk about Twitter, and we're going to talk about the other big one, Instagram. Instagram probably seems to be the biggest new tool. I'm not going to call it new, but the biggest um, tool that people are using to find new new individuals. So we're going to start with that. Um, if you guys are, are in the habit as coaches, and you all should be, of posting pictures, whether it's you working out, whether it's you making your Shakeology, whether it's you enjoying your family, enjoying your vacation, anything that's going to draw your audience to, to see this side of you, to see the life of you know, Jane Doe or Jack Black, whatever you want to do, you want to use... Um, pictures to show that life, to show that, that, that coaching lifestyle, to show that you're into fitness every day when you're posting your pictures, you're doing your Focus T25, whatever. Um, I recommend you guys all building Instagram accounts and then, and then connecting them to your Facebook and your Twitter accounts. I post on Twitter several times a day without ever actually posting on Twitter. You know, I have my Facebook account and I have my Instagram account connected to those two. So whenever I post on Instagram, whenever I post on Facebook, they automatically go to Twitter. So you're getting a bigger bang for your buck. A lot of these these um, apps on your phone, like Instagram or apps, you know, on your iPad or your your Nook, your Kindle, whatever, they allow you to connect to Facebook and connect to Twitter and connect to YouTube and all these other popular social media platforms, just to to, to make it a lot easier um, on you. To do one thing, use their tool and, and expose it to, to multiple platforms. So Instagram works like this. For those of you that don't know, Instagram is it was up until just recently a primarily a picture platform. It allowed you to post your pictures in a I'm going to call it a what's the probably like a two by two format. It's like a perfect square. So you can't post Vista pictures. You can't post wide angles. It's a it's a square picture. Um, so you have to be cognizant of that. But it allows you to hashtag just like Twitter does, and it's a lot more fun to do it in, in Instagram than it is Twitter. Um, hashtagging has been something that I have really taken seriously the last, I'm going to say the last year, and it was something that I wish I would have taken a lot more seriously the previous two or three years, learned more from it, 
learned a lot from not only you know our own Nicole watching her do it, but Mindy Wender, a good friend of mine. Um, she she gave me a good 101 lesson on it when we were walking through Disney World um, last year. And Instagram allows you to not only post your pictures and put your message, whatever you, gives you unlimited you know content to post whatever you want to say about it. A lot of people are writing paragraphs or writing um, you know what the, their message is. But at the end of it, or even in the process of that message, they're hashtagging all different topics. So if you're if you're showing a picture of your, um, you know, a still shot of you doing your Focus T25, put the word, or put the hashtag in front of the word Focus T25. Put the hashtag in front of the word Workout. And then at the end of it, you know, whatever else keywords you want to put during your paragraph, do that. But you're also, at the end of it, hashtagging all different topics. And what this does is it allows your picture to be shown on several photo albums throughout Instagram. They're not your photo albums. They're photo albums for that hashtag. And you can have one picture be placed in, if you want to hashtag 100 things, 100 different photo albums on Instagram. And what happens is, is you have people who are doing the same hashtagging. They're going to look at these photo albums all the time. They're seeing your pictures, and all of a sudden you've got a new follower. Then all of a sudden you may have someone commenting on your stuff. And before you know it, your, your pre-dinner party turns into them adding you to the main dinner course on Facebook. And now you've got a relationship going and someone else to, to be exposed to your fitness, health and fitness lifestyle with Beachbody. And before you know it, you've got an inbox message asking them, what's this Focus T25? What's this challenge group you're doing? So Instagram, I think, is a great way for you to start branding yourself that allows you to show people an extra glimpse of your life and for those photos to be placed in albums by hashtagging. So, Christina, you're a pr- pretty big user on Instagram. What is your take on it? How do you use it? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things we were talking about before the call is how Facebook views um, how Facebook views data from outside sources. And it's funny, when you started talking about Instagram, it made me remember that I have noticed a difference in how many um, views my pictures get if I bring them through Instagram. However, Instagram does shoot out to several. I think there's six of them, and they're not all coming to me, but Tumblr being one of them, um, Twitter, Facebook, and there's a couple of others because I've seen them on there, but I'm just not connected with those, so they're not sticking out in my mind. But, yes, it, you can hashtag. and I, There is actually a hashtag limit. I think it's 30 if I'm not mistaken. But you hashtag throughout the throughout the description, and it also makes your picture searchable, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so people can go up and search for, say, T25, and it'll bring up all the T25 hashtags. And so it's really a neat little tool to kind of get yourself out there in several different realms. But the biggest thing it does, and one of the biggest things Nicole would tell you, is she's really big on saving time. You know, she has three young girls at home. She doesn't have a lot of time to spend out in all these different social media sites, but she can put it out there on Instagram and it can shoot out to all these different places. She, she, her big thing in training is she spends 10 minutes a day getting a presence in social media. And she goes to a couple of these sites that shoot out to several to save herself time. You know, it, it's quicker, it's easier, and Instagram is visual. Our race, so to speak, or people in general are very visual. They're going to respond quicker to a picture than they are to you typing a bunch of words. I personally 
my ADD kicks in really fast when somebody types a bunch of paragraphs to me. But if somebody puts a picture up, I'm going to be quick to look at it. And that's one of the things that Instagram is going to allow you to do is to put visual pictures up. There's some great tools right in the Instagram app. You can put filters on it. Um, and there's a ton of other uh, photo apps that Nicole and I and Jeffrey can share with you um, that you can kind of change up your pictures and make them just tons of fun. You can have so much fun with it, it's almost to the point where you get kind of drawn into just the fun of editing your pictures. But I, I love Instagram. I love the fact that it allows you to have a presence in lots and lots and lots of places very quickly, very, very quickly. Another thing that I do that um, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm going to put it out there. A lot of our phones have shortcuts in them. If you're an iPhone user, you have shortcuts. I actually have in my phone pre-programmed hashtags. I actually have three different sets of them. I call them HTI, HTI2, HTI3. If I take that max of 30 hashtags and I take 15 of them and I have pre-programmed hashtag like tack on. So I'll do my three or four hashtags that are related to the picture like T25 or Vanilla Shakeology or fitness or stay-at-home mom or you know, whatever I'm doing, whatever picture I'm doing that day, gardening or playing with the kids or summer fun. And then I'll tack on my generic HTI or HTI2 or HTI3. And where I got those generic hashtags from is if you go online and you do a search for top hashtags in Instagram, top searched, top viewed, top hashtags, you'll actually find a list created by some marketer somewhere that has way too much time on their hands of the top searched hashtags on Instagram. And you can create your little set so that your pictures are even more visible to just everyone. The people that are looking at this stuff see them because they're at the top of the, the ranked hashtags now. Um, so that's just another little, you know, make it personal, do your you know, vanilla shakeology, and, but use some different things that are going to save you time. Use the shortcuts in your phone. Use the top-ranked top hashtag ideas, just some different things to, um, to save you time along the way, right? Because we don't, we don't have a ton of time. Everybody's got a ton going on, especially in the summertime. Yeah, you know, one, one of my coaches, Steve, is, is here with me, and he, he has a good point here. You know, he says that, you know, when, you, when you're hashtagging, post them all as a comment. You know, he's like, if you, if you want to do a few in your picture, that's fine. But when you post them in the comment, not with the picture, that way when you start getting comments, the hashtags will get out of the way and not clutter the feed. So what he's in the habit of doing is, you know, he, create, he posts his picture and he might put his message. Like he's showing me one picture right now, Motivational Monday. But all of his hashtags are in his first comment section, and they still allow, you know, those things to be, your picture to show up in that, those albums, but it also doesn't clutter up, um, you know, the, the comment section as well. And plus, when you put them in that first comment section, because Facebook is now, uh, I don't know if you notice it, Christina, or other people on there, but Facebook is now showing you posts that related to those hashtags. Not necessarily pictures, but all the posts. And they're starting to show up now. And if you put them in the comment section of Instagram, they will show up more freely on Facebook than they would in the picture. So just some tips 101 from my buddy Steve here on, on, on Instagram. He's very active on it. So, 
But hashtag, you know, and we're going to open up for some questions here at the end, so, so keep them or post them on, the, on the, the, the event page. I'm seeing a bunch of comments blowing up already on there. But, you know, Instagram to me is a necessary part of my business. It's fun, too, but it is a, it is a tool that I use to reach more people. I have gotten more um, customers, more new interest in coaching, I think, from Instagram picture posting than I have ever through just the generic Facebook posting pictures. And like Christina said earlier, how Facebook treats content from third-party providers, um, Instagram used to kind of get the cold shoulder um, for a while there because it was a third-party service or app, what you know, Facebook calls them, um, posting to Facebook. But now that Facebook has bought Instagram out and it's a part of their family, the stuff shows up a lot higher um, in the news feed that I'm seeing than even some regular pictures. I get more comments, more likes, more hits on my Instagram pictures than I do my normal pictures. So, well, But I still I use both, noticed, though. I noticed also now when you post on Instagram, it actually shows up on your news feed like a Hootsuite post would be, whereas yep. before it showed up like almost like a share where it wasn't completely there. It was kind of there, but nobody could really see it. <laughs> um so that was kind of a nice little change, too, in how they structured the post and how it's seen on Facebook now. Yeah, one of my coaches, Gio, said there's a tag search on Instagram, like like hashtag workouts. Uh, hold on, what she say right here? Hold on. I'm, we're, we're very uh, off the cuff tonight. She said there's a tag search on Instagram, like hashtag workout gets less likes than hashtag workout. So we're like with and without the S. So be cognizant of that as well, you know. When you when you when you're posting popular hashtags, um, how you're posting them sometimes will work. And I've noticed sometimes too, if you use a popular word at the end of a sentence and put a period to that hashtag, it can mess it up too. They won't show up in the right photo album. So remember, you're not trying to be the most correct grammar person on <laughs> Instagram. So don't worry about periods all the time if it's important for that hashtag. So just some tips there, and you guys will learn. Um, you know this hashtag topic really goes hand in hand. It works almost the exact same way for Twitter. We'll move over to Twitter here. It moves. It works the same way for Twitter. It's just not always pictures. It's more or less posts. It's more or less um, the tweet is what we would call it. You know, because Twitter is, I don't like calling statuses in Twitter because they're not. So really are tweets. You know, Twitter is a very um, character-bound type statement, or they call tweets. You're only allowed so many characters in there. So um, I've always looked at Twitter as being a thought versus, you know, um, a statement or a paragraph. I'm getting some feedback here. I'm getting some feedback That's kind of bad. Okay, I think we're good. So, you know, Twitter, you know, the... and maybe I'll take two cents from you on this one too, Christina, but Twitter for me is is has been a huge um, part of my business, but it's only through Facebook and it's through Instagram that I post. I very rarely use the Twitter application um, unless I'm responding to someone's direct tweet to me or, or you know, direct uh, message to me. Um, I'm using Twitter or from a more of a follow-through perspective from Instagram and or uh, Facebook. How do you use Twitter, Christina? Um, I... <laughs> In all honesty, I, I'm not a Twitter fan. However, um, 
I've seen, and then I'm kind of the same thing. I, I use Twitter through third parties so that I can get presence on Twitter, but I don't really engage there directly. However, I have some coaches that have, and they've had amazing success. One of the things that um, I've actually done some training on and I used, I did for a while to make sure that it worked and it was successful is I've used Hootsuite to actually search search columns. So in Twitter, one of the things you can do, as we were discussing, is you can um, you can search. You can search for hashtags. You can search for terms. You can search. They have an amazing search engine, so to speak. And so I would set up Hootsuite with different columns for searches. And it's it's something that's pretty commonly done. And then and then I would have a column for responses. Like if I commented on somebody's uh, tweet, then I would have a col- column for if they commented back, if they replied back, so that I could keep track of who I was talking to. Otherwise, it's just very overstimulating. Yeah. But that's one of the ways that I've used Twitter directly. Um, is I've just used it to search for key terms and not P90X and not But you go on there like we're talking about branding. What is it that's, what is unique about you? Go on there and seek out people that are like you that you can connect with. And so I would use those search terms in columns and I would have several of them going at one time because you want to have a lot of um, a lot of productivity, you know, a lot of volume coming in at one time and just keeping an eye on those columns because there's a lot of kids on Twitter. There's a lot of foreign activity on Twitter. So you you really have to go through a lot of volume to get the substance. So I would do that. I would set up several search columns and different search terms, and I would have one column set up to keep track of my conversations. And it was very, very useful. Um, I just... I get really overstimulated on Twitter. It's almost too much for me. And but it's the coaches that I have that have used it have been extremely successful with it. Extremely successful. Yeah, Twitter's one of those tools that you um really need to know what you're doing and understand the lay of the land when it comes to that. But I agree with Christina. I, I use Hootsuite in a way that where I'm finding popular hashtags and creating columns for them. And a lot of it, for me, has to do with, you know, things that I'm interested in. Because I'm not always looking for people just on the popular and the obvious ones like fitness and health and Shakeology because a lot of times coaches are doing the same things we're doing. They're looking for people. They're recruiting there. They're adding people. I'm a bigger fan of using, you know, and I've talked about this at nauseam on other calls, but I'm a bigger fan of, of finding you know, popular passions that I have in life and creating columns for those, like Walt Disney World for me and Christina, um, you know, Lincoln Park or Michigan State, all these different columns where I'm seeing these things being hashtagged where I can start building relationships, talking about those things with them, and it always ends up leading into them adding me either on Facebook or start following me on Instagram, whatever, um, because that's how I connect better with people. That's where I've just been doing um, most of my business as of late is finding new people, new blood, people actually that are not getting, you know, um, bombarded with other coaches from some of the popular tags. Not saying don't don't continue to hashtag those topics because someone could contact you versus you contacting them, but a lot of times there is a, a big part of um, 
the coaching network that are looking at those same things. So I hope that helps. Um, another big social media area, branding yourself and, and a way to reach new people is something that um, I've been using quite a bit lately when I post um, videos is social cam. I think that social cam is not that well known yet. There are a lot of coaches who are using it, but it's like Instagram in the way that it flows through to Facebook. When you post a video, and we'll talk about videos here um, you know, in a second, but when you're posting a video, which I think is one of the most dynamic ways to reach people in addition to pictures, you know, I'm talking about things other than just standard statuses or posts, but videos do a great job of not only giving people that glimpse like a picture would, but it also shows your personality. Um, it shows how approachable you are. shows how real you are. shows that you make mistakes because you can, you can video blog about just about anything. Um, video blogging has been a way that I have found a lot of new followers. It's a way, way I've gotten some coaches in the past, gotten new customers interested in possibly a, a, you know, a challenge group. So social cam is a tool like Instagram, like Twitter. Well, I shouldn't say like Twitter. Twitter is the main platform like Facebook. But social cam is a tool app that allows you to take your little two, three, four-minute videos. You can add a graphic to it. You can add some background music, you know, to make it more pleasing. But then when you're ready to post it to the social cam platform, it also allows you to post to Facebook and YouTube as well because YouTube obviously being the biggest platform for video searches in the in the world. It's second to only Google now for searches, period. Um, videos are a great way for you to brand yourself, and I would recommend using social cam. Um, and one of, one of the things that Steve here, I know he, he rips on me that for this all the time, but um, when you're shooting your videos, try to hold the camera horizontally, you know, horizontally to where it's more of a wide angle, that 16 by 9 ratio versus um, standard, you know, straight up like a 8 by 10 type ratio. It looks a little bit more professional. It displays better. You get more in that screen without having to, to move the cameras less. But videos are a big, big way, and I've been using social cam and had tremendous success with, I'm not going to call them followers because it's not really a following per se on social cam. You will, people, you will get people who will add you and be able to, you know, subscribe to your videos and see when you post something and you'll, you know, see the comments from them you know, pretty directly, pretty regularly, so they can basically follow you. But more importantly, those videos will just allow you to, allow you to show your personality. Um, it, it allows you to let the individual watching them, whether they are part of your friends list or they just found it on the news feed because your profile is open, and I recommend opening your profile for everybody to see. Um, they allow you. They allow them to find out, you know, more about what is what is this thing you're always statusing about Beachbody or your your challenge group. Uh, Jason Diebold, one of my obviously um, mentors and my best friend and good guy that, that that does videos on a regular basis. He's been posting day after day his journey through Focus T25 right now, and he's blown up selling challenge packs. So the hardest thing for most people when it comes to video, and then I'm gonna open up for you for a couple comments, Christina, because I know you're, you're a big fan of videos too, um, especially for your team pages. But the hardest part for most people with videos is getting out of their own way. They're so shy. They're so subdued that they hate seeing themselves on camera. They feel like they're floundering or fumbling. Who cares? Be real. 
uh, talk about what your you know what what your topic is just from the heart, like you're talking to your husband or your wife about it. And be real. People don't want perfect video. They don't want to see you in your makeup all the time. They want to see you sweaty after your workout. They want to see what this is all about. So be real, like you were talking to some friends around a campfire. And videos are a great, great way. And practice a little bit. Get your son or daughter or your spouse to practice with you doing some videos. You know, just just practice a little bit, and you'll get good at it. You'll find one good take, and upload it to social social cam, and have it tied to your YouTube and your in your Facebook account, and hopefully if you guys haven't done that yet, you've all built YouTube pages and post all your videos. Um, a great person, in, in addition to, to Jason Diebold or Christine, our own Christina Richardson, is uh, one of my, my team downloading coaches, Brian Davis, does a great job of you know posting videos on a regular basis on several different topics. He's got a pretty big following from our team, so you can check his channel out. But videos are a big, big way. What do you think about videos, Christina? Oh, you know I love videos. Videos are huge and I'll you know, it's it's funny you bring up how intimidating they are to people. I found that in my coach training groups that I would I would ask people to do videos on certain topics and I would get no response. And then I would say, Okay, well can we do a video on this? And that no response. I mean they'll do anything else I asked them to, but I couldn't get a video out of them. And so I finally asked, What is the deal with videos, guys? And everybody was terrified to do a video. And so now one of my very first assignments in my coach training group is you have to do a video. And the reason why is because once you break that ice, once you get behind a camera and you start doing it, sadly you'll be a huge dweeb like I am in mine. But that's what people want to see. They want to see that you're real, like Jeffrey was saying. So get your phone out. Get go get a. I just invested in GoPro last week. Actually, um, I'm super excited about it. But go and get yourself a neat little camera, or go. You know, use your phone. We all have phones with cameras on them. Most of us do. Use that. I uploaded to YouTube with my little phone for years. I still do. You know, get sweaty and get in front of your phone. And be, hey, this that workout was tough, but it was amazing because I felt it in my core and it was. I know it's working and upload it. Done. That's all people want to know. They just want to engage with we're living in a society that has turned into instant messaging and electronic everything. And all we know is there's a there's a complete stranger out there somewhere. And one of the things I always tell my team is if there's anything you can do to help people engage and, and get to know you it doesn't matter so much if if you get to know all of your following because you'll have hundreds of thousands of people following you someday. But it's important that people know you and they feel connected with you. And one of the things that you can do to help them make that connection with you is videos. So if this is an area that you're not tapping into, I highly encourage you to do so. And Post as many as you want. Um, you know, one of the tips I would I would say is to keep them short, keep them short and sweet, and you know, don't go over about three or four minutes and put it out there. Um, let people get to know who you are. So, yeah, absolutely, I love videos. Yeah, the 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 thing with with videos too that I think is pretty important for people to understand is that. Um, videos show up on several different platforms, right? So you got YouTube out there, you got Social Cam, 
Uh, Twitter is now allowing videos to flow through. So when I post a video on there, it's, it's, it's flowing through. And now Instagram just started allowing mm -hmm. you to do videos as well. So it's, it's pretty universal out there now, and they're recognizing that every form of, of news communication is using videos from people's cell phones. I mean, the reality of it is, is America's Funniest Home Videos is, is strictly showing almost all iPhone droid videos now. You upload them directly from your phone now to an app that they have. So it's easier to win their $10,000. Or, um, for instance, your local newscast is consistently showing weather, you know, weather, bad weather hitting in your area from people uploading it to their websites. So video is very popular. Everybody is a reporter now these days with, with your droids and your iPhones, and it allows you to take advantage of that type of audience, this type of environment we have now, and build your Beachbody business. Um, going back to, you know, hashtagging and how we get our news as well, you know, look at, watch ESPN Sports Center one day and look at how the reporters and how the individuals working for ESPN Reporting Sports Center are getting their information from athletes after a big game. They're, they're, they're going directly to their Twitter page and grabbing the comments that they have about this or that, about the last night's game, about this tragedy in their town, and they're showing their tweets. So it's, it's the way of the world, guys. It's the way that we're, we're getting information, and you can either choose to get, get on this bandwagon or continue to fight it and traditionally do things your own way. But this is how your audience is going to find you, by you exposing yourself to, you know, picture sharing with Instagram, great statuses with Facebook, and tweeting and videos with Twitter and social cam. It's just the way that you're going to attract new people. You have got to expand yourself past the old basic Facebook. wasn't planning to talk about Facebook very much because we all know how Facebook works. Facebook is your web page to the world, and it allows you to be publicly stalked by anybody in this country. And we're just choosing to, <laughs> to do it on our own, you know. We all know how Facebook works. It's these support tools like Twitter and social cam and Instagram that's really going to make a difference in your business. Um, that's just how you're seeing some of these new 10 stars and 15 star diamonds coming up because they're great with social media. You know, David Ingram and and Meg Wazinski and all these brand new leaders that are coming up have really grasped how to brand themselves. And that can be any one of you, any one of you. And I'm seeing some great leaders evolve in my team, Sparty, and I know you are too, Christina, who does social media very well. And, you know, we're, we may be looking up at them pretty soon. So, guys, that's what I kind of wanted to touch on tonight. Um, I know we're coming up on an hour here, and I wanted to obviously give 10, 15 minutes for questions. Um, if you have some questions, post them on the team page. Maybe somebody can start a thread. Um, and I will attempt to unmute the lines and ask any questions about what we've talked about. Um, getting a lot of text messages and, and private messages that this information has been really valuable. People have been wanting to hear more practical information like this on our calls. And we're going to you know, do a good mix of these types of calls as well as having some, public spe or some speakers on. But with that being said, I'm going to attempt to unmute the lines. And let's see if we got any questions from anybody about anything we've talked about tonight. So hold on here. Okay, everybody's lines are unmuted, so you know the drill. Self-mute yourself if you can on your droids, iPhones, home phones to avoid the noise. But any questions out there, any comments? 
Any experts out there want to offer some advice to? Yeah, this is Frank. I have a question. Sure, Frank. Um, I have an account with, um, like you had mentioned before, I just opened up an account with uh, Instagram. Yep. And uh, just sort of playing around, messing around with it. I'm, I'm failing to see how I can um, bring in a broader audience. Uh, I'm noticing that the people that I'm friends with or following, like they're seeing my text messages or they're seeing my photos. But how can I how can I use that to, you know, expand my horizon, so to speak? Like, how do I get that out there to people who I normally uh, might not connect with? Yep. So for, I'm going to answer first, and I'll give Christina uh, an opportunity to. First thing you need to do is add people like myself and Christina to who you're following on Instagram, so you can kind of get an idea. Um, my my friend here, Steve Nuss, um, what is it, at Nustastic on Instagram is a great example of you know how to attract an audience with 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 what you're doing but frank what you're doing is is you're sharing a photo just like you would on facebook but you're and we're just kind of recapping earlier so you can kind of get a better picture you're providing a series of hashtags on these pictures and and you know bear with me here this is going to get how you're going to draw a bigger audience but when you are putting those hashtags at the end of your picture or in the first comment section like we talked about in the clarification here, what you're doing is, is that picture is showing up in photo albums throughout Instagram for those same topics. So let's say you're putting a picture up of you instructing one of your classes, Frank, okay? Okay. And it's you guys doing Focus T25, and you've got 20 people there, and you're all working out, and one of your people that work there, your son, daughter, mother, father, took the picture for you, and you're posting that on Instagram. And when you're done giving your message about what it is, join us here every Tuesday at 7.30, whatever you want to say, you're putting a series of these hashtag words in there. You're putting maybe your hometown because there's a photo album, I guarantee, for your hometown. I do that all the time now for pictures. I put Freeland, Michigan, and it show up in a photo album with my hometown. I'm putting the word inspiration. I'm putting the word design life. I'm putting the word fitness. I'm putting the word health. I'm putting the word... Um, my life, my way, you know, just a number of different topics and main keywords. And that picture of you working out with 25, 30 people is showing up in photo albums all throughout Instagram. And this is how you draw an audience. When your followers start clicking on there, that's one thing. But now people you don't even know are going to these photo albums because they are also interested in the word um, Pennsylvania. They're interested in the word fitness. They're interested in the word focus T25. They're interested in the word beach body. And now they see your picture there, Frank. Okay, so they're going to click on your picture. They're going to see what you're doing. They're going to click on that profile of you, and they're going to click the word follow. And now you've got somebody following you that you don't even know from posting a picture, and you all of a sudden start getting comments from people you don't know, and you can respond to them and you can eventually invite them to your Facebook page, invite them to come have a workout. That's how you're drawing a bigger audience. It's by taking the same picture and putting these hashtags and having it show up in, I'm going to put it in layman's terms here, showing it up in several classified ads or bulletin boards all over the world. Does that make sense? uh, That's, uh, yeah, it's uh, creepy but awesome. 
it's very creepy. It's like I said. <laughs> Instagram. Funny about that, Frank, is everything we do is kind of creepy. I mean, just you got to move past yeah. that. You've got to move past it. I no, mean, actually, at some point, I, we have, we're trying to attract complete strangers, right? At some point, it's all kind of creepy. Yeah, yeah, completely. I mean, I've I've totally embraced the online culture. I, you know, I I, I get it. You know what I mean? But it's just for me. You know, I'm 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 from an older school, I guess. It just it's still like wow, that's that these people that these people that don't even know me are yep. uh, following me. You know, that's 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 interesting. It's kind of beautiful, uh, but again, it's a little creepy. You have to have some rules, you know. I mean, there's just things in my life that I just won't share. You know, I won't ever post my address on Facebook. Right, right. Ooh. I won't post. <laughs> certain parts of my life on there, but for the most part, everything else is free game. I mean, all Mark Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg did when he created Facebook back in the mid-2000s was create public stalking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really what he's done, he's allowed everybody to have a big bay window view into your life. Right. And you just have to make sure, just like your big bay window, that you're only showing the world what you want to show them. But for for beach body coaches and especially one like you Frank who's a personal trainer and has classes and all that you got to use these tools because they're yeah. going to draw a bigger audience to you. Absolutely. No, I totally understand. That's great. Thank you for answering my question. Yeah, and we and I didn't mention it earlier and you kind of helped me remember this, but when you guys are hashtagging, man, hashtag your your city. Hashtag things about your community because there are people in your own local community that are looking to see what's going on in their community, who else is active in there. And they'll find they may locally. They may come and meet you for coffee. They may ask you questions. Um, I found a lot of success just hashtagging Freeland, Michigan for me or Saginaw, Michigan, my hometown, Bay City, Midland. I do a lot of that. So hashtag your city names too. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I never thought about that. That's a great idea. Thank you. You bet. Can I say something about the, the Bay Window thing, Jeffrey? Uh-oh. It's comedian Ron coming out here. No, no, no. It's not, not funny. Um, just that. There is a there is a flip side to that coin, that um, uh, because you you know you should be your, pretty much be yourself as a coach and you should come across that way on Facebook. However, there is a flip side to that coin, and that a lot of coaches that come into pay, uh, come they come into coaching, and they've had a different experience on Facebook because they they haven't been instructed kind of how to use it in this positive way, and so um, and we haven't really talked about touched, touched on this on the call. There's a wrong. There's a wrong way to use social media as well. Um, if you're putting up stuff like, "Oh, I just got into an argument with my boyfriend and kicked me out the door," blah blah blah, these type of negative posts that some people I've seen, you know, we see in other people's news feeds. Typically, they're not beach buddy coaches, <laughs> um, but those types of things can be an absolute detriment. Um, and you can look at it this way: when you become a beach buddy coach, one of the um, pieces of advice I give to people about uh, using Facebook is step away from your Facebook and pretend you're a stranger to yourself and you don't know you and you're looking at your Facebook. Would that, would what you are posting attract somebody to you or would it literally detract them? Would they, would, if they came across that, would it be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to stay as far away from that person as possible? Um, and I know that even though it's been three years, there's still things I have to, you know, watch out for myself that I post. I make mistakes sometimes, but it's a, it's a really good idea to kind of get into the habit of monitoring yourself 
on your Facebook page, on your timeline. Yeah, and I agree. That's something that I actually had written down to talk about and I forgot. Um, Ron touched on a good point here, guys, is that because this Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and social cam is your big bay window, it's a great way to think of, of it. You do have to be careful sharing. Obviously, we're beach body coaches, okay? I've seen coaches, lots of coaches, some of them in my downline, some of them in others, every other picture posting themselves at, at the bar on a Friday night, tagging themselves at the bar, pictures of them and them friends drinking the next pitcher. And then they come to me or come to their coach and wonder why their business isn't growing. Okay, you're being hypocritical. Not saying that you don't enjoy a good adult beverage from time to time, because I do with friends, but I obviously don't post every single mirror off ice I have on Facebook. You know, you got to be cognizant of what you're sharing because your your goal, like you know, Ron says, your goal is to aspire and and you know, be just be careful of of, of you know, or I've seen coaches dropping f bombs and s words and all this stuff left and right on Facebook, and then turn around and put some inspirational picture and post. Again, very critical. I'm telling, not telling you how to post. I'm just telling you what what translates into people following you and want, wanting you to be in their life to help them is by seeing, you know, the way you live. Of that, guys, of that, guys, also be real, you know, and uh, this is how what I mean by real. We all are coaches, and we all like to have a cheat meal here from time to time, and I, I'll give you an example. A couple of years ago, I had uh, went to my sister's birthday party for, you know, her, her, young, her youngest, and she had a pizza. Well, well, I hadn't had any pizza probably in a year and a half or two years. This was like when I was in my initial transformation, just totally giving it up. And I figured, and I figured, you know what? I'm gonna treat myself that night. Got sicker than a dog. I mean, sicker than a dog. I posted about that, you know, and talked about that on Facebook, and it had a huge positive effect on my business because it showed that I'm not a robot. I do make mistakes. I do have slip time. And people who might be following you who thinks you're perfect aren't going to message you because of that, that mentality that they have are now seeing that, hey, they make mistakes, they're human too. That now gives them the ability to feel like, okay, they're on the same even playing field with me and now I feel they're more real and they're going to contact you. It actually helped my business. So as much as you want to keep things out, there are certain things you do want to share to show your vulnerability as well. But I'm just talking about like Ron said, the arguments, the the binge drinking, the the, the potty mouth, you know, try to keep that stuff off of there because obviously you're trying um, by example and attract people and you want people to know that you're, you know, a stand-up person. So anything you want to add to that, Christina? Oh, yeah. This is, I mean, I no, I won't keep it, but this is a sensitive topic for me. Um, because I just, I social, social media is our storefront and, it's just it's amazing to me when I see people posting and then and they do they come to me and they say why is my business not successful and then you look at their page and it's depressing yeah. it's just depressing and I you know I, I I think you said it best is that the two of you said it best in, in the fact that we need to stay real and and. But at the same time, there's we have to have a filter 
because I, Facebook and the social media world does not need to know if I've got to uh, argue with my husband. They don't need to know if my kids are being unruly. I mean, don't get me wrong. Some of those things are fine to be vulnerable, but limit limits the exposure that you're putting on people to the ickiness in your life because we all have ickiness in our lives. None of us are perfect. None of us live a perfect life, and the coaches that portray that make me sick. Okay, I'm going to put it out there. But the, it's on the flip side of that, you are here to do a job, and that job is to inspire people and telling me that you're, you know, your life is horrible every three minutes is not inspiring. And I I have actually, you know, I've actually mentored some coaches that have had this problem, and I tell them, I'm like, if it's that bad, you really need to go, you need to go do some personal development before you post on Facebook anymore. If it's that bad, you need to go work on you. And... And there have been a few people in the past that I've actually removed from my news feed, unfriended them because they would not stop with the vulgarity. They would not stop with the negative energy. And I, if I'm having to remove fellow coaches, there's a problem. And so this is a super sensitive topic to me because I, I'm a big believer in branding and which is what we're discussing tonight, and this is one of the biggest parts of branding. You have to have a magnetic personality. Somebody that's like you out there is going to be attracted to you. But like all of you, nobody wants negative energy in their life. Nobody does. Absolutely. They come to us for positive energy. They come to us to be enlightened and lifted up, not to be dragged down into the trenches. And that's what a lot of coaches are doing. They're dragging people down. And then what? that's not attractive at all. So, yeah, I think this, is a, this is one we could do a full call on. Yeah, we could. You guys. Use, use the, um, the common sense rule, you know, and another rule that I use when I'm about to post something that I think might be questioned or, or show my vulnerability, borderline vulnerability, or is it too much TMI to share, is I have the rule of like five minutes. What I mean by that is when I'm a when I post something big or something like that, even if it's just a great status or something that I think might stir up the pot, I get it all set and I walk away from the computer for four or five minutes and I think about it. And I really think about it. Or I grab my wife and say, What's your thoughts on it? You know, another perspective isn't bad, especially one in your own household. And before I post, I give that five minutes and then I'll go ahead and either post it or not post it depending on what decision I came to. There's a lot of people who, instead of ready, aim, fire, they ready, fire, aim when it comes to your social media. And just, you know, think things out. Take a couple minutes if you think it's going to be controversial and, and, and think about that. So good topic, good topic there, uh, Ron, to bring up. Um, before I open up to any more questions, I did want to – Mike Christian posted something here that, that is a great reminder when it comes to your Facebook page. This is like a Facebook you know, really, have to be about Instagram or Twitter or anything else, but when it comes to Facebook, just make sure that your posts out there are about 75% about your life and your family and your passions and 25% Beachbody. You know, Christina may have a different number in mind, but I try to keep one-fourth of my posts on a daily basis to Beachbody. What I'm not trying to do is have people 
defriend me or block me or whatever because all I talk about, I'm the fitness nut, and they don't want to hear that 100% feeling. They might be feeling worse about their own situation. So you want people to know you're real. You want people to not to think that your page is just for sales either and to continually attract new people. So you want to show people your life in general. So make about 25% of your posts beach body and the rest of them about you complaining about the latest Michigan State quarterback or the newest ride at Disney World, whatever. Just make your posts more about you and your life and have Beachbody be a compliment, not the prime, the, the, the main course all the time. Agree, Christina? Yeah, absolutely. My page is, uh, my profile page is more of an undercurrent, what I would consider an undercurrent of Beachbody. My, my page is basically my life, and then periodically you'll see me post a sweaty picture after my workout. My, my fitness page, my um, like page is helpful hints, recipes, and beach body stuff. But as far as like my profile page, it's not even, I wouldn't even say it's 25%. It's, it's an undercurrent. And yeah. the reason why is I feel like it's almost just got to be the salt to flavor things and not the main, the main meal. You know, it's because that's a turnoff. Again, it's a huge turnoff. I'm not going to – Nicole Jones is great for this. She's got the greatest content on her page where I'm even, you know, over there checking out her content, scrolling through her page. And, you know, I don't have time for that, but she's, she has that magnetic personality. And very seldom will you see her post about Beachbody, but everybody knows that's what she does. It's not like it's a secret, but she doesn't have to – go prancing around with it because it's there. It's like an undercurrent on her in her life. Yep. So we're basically telling you guys to check out Nicole. You know, she's a great example on our team to, to kind of get an idea of how to balance everything and, and be very successful. So, okay, guys, the lines are still unmuted. You guys are making me proud with uh, not hearing a bunch of kids crying, dogs barking in the back, so I appreciate the self-mutes. So anybody that's got any other questions? Yeah, Jeff, this is Brian. What's up, Brian? Hey, I, not much. I got a quick question for Christina, um, real quick. Can you elaborate a little bit on how to create the list, shortcut list of um, the hashtags in the iPhone? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it would probably be easier to type it on, type it on the events page to not take up the time here, but if I'm not mistaken, it's under general and then keyboard and then shortcuts. You can put the code in there and then exactly what you want it to type that, type that code in. Um, and I have several set up in my, my iPhone, and so basically when I type in HTI, it expands it out to all those hashtags. Awesome. Transcription. And then a lot Ron, of common terms so you could shortcut it. Yeah, Ron Bradley posted a link in the page, too, called um, tagsforshare.com. Brian, check that out, too. Okay. Yeah, if you could put that in the in the in the group there, Christine, that'd be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be more than happy to. Good, good deal. Any other questions, comments, guys? Before we tie it up, still got about seventy-five people still hanging on. Um, anyone out there besides myself, and I just started using this, use Vine, Christina, Jeffrey. Have you, have you used the Vine application? I have not, but I've been getting an awful lot of thinking text messages from people who are, are using it. Um, I get a lot of those. I get a few a day from your friend on Facebook has just joined Vine. Please 
So I don't even know what Vine is, to be honest with you. It's um, it's it's really different application. It's it's like Instagram and social cam in, in the sense. It's really weird. How do you, how do I explain this? They're like movies, but instead of they're they're only like five seconds long. But what you can do is you hold your thumb like on the thumb button on the thing, and then you're videoing yourself for just the moment that it's on the thumb. So some people are creating like animations on this thing and. Other, anyway, like on your Instagram feed on your phone, when you go to the next thing, you see the picture. Or on the Vine, when you go to the next thing, the movie automatically starts playing. It's like a five-second thing. And I've seen a lot uh, from Jimmy uh, from Jimmy Hayes Nelson. Um, he, he's using Vine quite a bit. That's kind of where I found it from. Um, just a new thing that's out there. And I, I guess it connects to Facebook. I mean, everything connects to Facebook, right? The way, the way Steve just described it to me, um, Ron, is that Vine was the, the, the cool way at one time of sharing um, 10, 15-second videos before Instagram started doing it. You know, like, because that's all you're allowed is, like, what is it? Vine was 10 seconds, he said? 10-second videos where Instagram is allowing 15. But now that Instagram is allowing videos, a lot of people are using that now as well because it's already part of their Instagram account. So keep in mind, if you do a video through Vine or through Instagram, they're 10, 15 seconds. So it might be, you know, you doing a workout, which would be fine, or you maybe taking a sip of your new vanilla. That's great. But if you want to do a little bit longer for your team pages, make sure you're using something like Social Camp. Cool. Any other comments, questions, guys? Okay. I appreciate everybody joining tonight. Um, we we are definitely, keep in mind, we are definitely going to start celebrating the recognition, bringing it back uh, more. So please utilize Ron's messages, and you may even be seeing Jason and I bringing back the unionhall.co site. So you guys can self-report that, and we'll move have Ron move to grabbing him that way. I'm going to see Jason this weekend, so we'll talk a little bit about that. But for right now, Ron is our SAR of recognition, so get him any information you have about rank advancements, and we'll validate that and share them, guys. So uh, with that being said, everybody have a great, great week, and we will talk to you next Thursday. Thank you, Christina. Thanks, Ron. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Jeffrey. Everybody have a good night. Yeah. Conference muted.